What a time to be alive. Oh, is it my turn? No, I don't know if you have a turn. I was going to give you a chance. Here's your chance. Ready, go. All right. Cody's Corner. Cody's Corner. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you were going to say something else than that. I don't, okay. I don't know. I just thought I was going to let you have it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had a lot on your mind. You know, I'm going to let him cook. All right, all right, all right. I guess I wasn't cooking, but hello, everybody. Welcome officially to Cody's Corner, but, you know, it's a it's a special day. Uh, I mean, some might say, but uh, I think we're just going to go ahead and uh, have a moment of silence in order to remember all the... those that are gone <laughs> from, from the NFL... Most importantly, you know, Bill Belichick, mm. one of our great coaches of all time, eight-time Super Bowl champ, most in history, 12 Super Bowl appearances, most in history, 31 playoff wins, most in history, NFL 2000's all-decade team, NFL 2010's all-decade team cause of death the New York Jets <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we also wanted to mention any other coach that either is no longer with their team or maybe somewhere else next season we got Pete Carroll Seattle Mike Vrabel Tennessee Arthur Smith Atlanta the defensive coordinator Don Wink Martindale of the New York Giants the offensive coordinator, Luke Getze of the Chicago Bears. Ron Rivera, Washington Commanders. Scott Fitterer, the GM for the Panthers. And last but not least, Nick Saban, Alabama. You're... <laughs> You'll be in our thoughts forever. Amen. Or amen. All right, let's get right back. Right back it. to it. <laughs> Welcome to week 18, bro. When you're saying all the names and the teams, I just imagine, like, before the game, when it's all the players saying, Nick Foles, <laughs> University of... I was just imagining their sad faces. Oh, no, this is actually... Pete Carroll, Seattle Seahawks. What is it? What's the name of the thing that they write when people pass away? The obituary? The, that's actually their obituary. That was just Do we have to just... bleep that out? No, the the word obituary? Obituary? No, no, It's a bad word in the middle. Hey, hey, look, if you wanted to get bleeped out, then it will, but I... The O-ary? <laughs> the obituary? <laughs> no, no, we're okay, man. Everything's okay. I just gotta say, I was really, really enjoying myself watching last week's games. How about you? I had a great time. Um... I'm not gonna lie. I was, I was tuned into the Giants game. Right, as you should have been. As I should have been. And it, it kind of took me away from a lot of the games, so I had to, like, go back and watch some highlights of Sun games or just, like, flip through the channel really quick when it was a commercial, so I missed a lot. Petey, are you unprepared for the show? Some may say my fandom took over. Oh, I don't, you know what? I don't blame you, because Lord knows that has happened to me plenty of times, especially since both our teams beat their enemies. But we'll get to that when we cross that bridge. I want to talk about the games that we can get out the way. Let's do it. The Pittsburgh Steelers against the Baltimore Ravens. The Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Ravens 17-10. to I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah, of course Baltimore not. Baltimore started their backups. 
Yeah. And the Steelers still were playing with something. They had a win. Let me tell you, I know that they haven't had to have this conversation yet because they're not there. And, you know, knock on wood, Lamar Jackson is, is looking very healthy this year. But that's another backup quarterback that is not panning out to be anything they can rely on at any point in time. God forbid he gets hurt. Hun- Hutley, what is his uh, name? Yeah. Number two he wears? He's not. It would get extremely awkward. Yeah, like they would go from one to zero. Yeah. Real um, quick. It's it's one of those, you know, I, I feel like all of us kind of just completely forgot that they were sitting out all these people. All three of us picked the Ravens last week. Yeah. Well, I, was going, I mean, I'm, I would have picked. I don't know. You know, looking back at it, it's one of those. It makes sense. Have you ever heard the phrase hindsight bias? I have. Basically, it just means for anyone that doesn't know what that is. It's just like, you know, when you look at it afterwards, you say to yourself, oh, of course that makes sense. Even yeah. though when you did it in the first place, it doesn't make sense. In, in this case being that we all chose the Ravens. but Yeah, it's like when you put in a parlay and then something else happens, you're like, you know what? That, that makes more sense than what I put. Yeah. Because of this win and because uh, Jaguars lost, the Steelers are actually in the playoffs, which a lot of people didn't expect. Mason Rudolph won his last three games that he played as a Steeler. Still the holiday season. He's still a Mason, though. But he's Rudolph. He's still a Mason. You don't like Masons. You know, that also reminds me, I said his name before during the funeral service. The name of the head coach of the Falcons Arthur, was Arthur Smith. Arthur's his name was Arthur. And here I stood weeks ago and said, Who really knows an Arthur? Well every Falcon fan knew an Arthur. Apparently. And I think every Falcon fan is glad he's gone. Yeah. You know, you know, that's a good that's a good good uh what's the word I'm looking for? Point. Point. <laughs> a little foreshadowing a couple weeks ago when we did mention Arthur. The name. And now he's gone out of everyone's memory. Yeah. I'm, no, sure, I'm sure he'll be back somewhere. No one will know the Arthur. And he's definitely not an Aardvark. <laughs> Going on from that, this was a great game. A tragic loss for the Colts. Houston at Indiana. Houston beat the Colts 23-19. to Man, that last play where he dropped that pass was tragic, man. You got to feel for him. He's a... He's a rookie, a, right? Rookie... Third string running back. Yeah. You you argue in that situation, it's the fourth down. You have your best players on the field. Yeah. Where was Jonathan Taylor? Uh I don't know. Look, you do these parts. I mean, he got hurt in the game and then he came back, and when he came back, he scored a forty nine yard touchdown. So he was involved in the game. But in that situation, I'm saying it's fourth down. This is like the all or nothing play. I think you have to have your best players out there. But you know what? This is how I see it. I see it as because when you pass the ball out of bounds, the time stops, right? So that play was orchestrated just enough to get them the first down and stop the clock. If you run the ball with Jonathan Taylor, no, you, I'm not saying you run risk the, the clock. No, no, no but I'm not running, saying though. run the ball. I'm saying run the same exact play with Jonathan Taylor. Oh yeah, because th- that was the running back. You think Jonathan Taylor wouldn't have dropped the ball? I'm not saying that. That I was mean, it was a bad throw. You think it was a bad throw? He threw it a little bit behind It was him. in his hands, though. You know the rule. The rule when you're playing football is if it touches your hands, you should catch the ball. Yeah, he threw it behind them, though. It was it, it could have thrown a better ball. Yeah. It was definitely catchable. I mean, I think it's fit, like, just 50-50. It's half, you know, half the quarterback's fault, Minshew, and half on him, too. You're a big Minshew guy, though. I see why you're, uh... Why you're sticking up for your guy, though. No, I'm blaming. I'm putting the blame on him. 
Just as much blame. Say just as much blame. All right, I'm not mad at that. Uh, fun fact for you, little statistic: C.J. Stroud and Damico Ryan's become the first rookie head coach and rookie quarterback. So this is also the head coach's first year, right? Mm-hmm. It's the first time that a combo of a rookie and a first-year coach go into the playoffs since Andrew Luck and Pagano with the Colts. Wow. That's nice. Very rare. But you know what? That's That shows us that C.J. Stroud is in amazing company right now with all these statistics that he's beating as a rookie. You know, he's doing his thing out there. C.J. Stroud is what the Panthers wanted Bryce Young to be this year. I think he still has a chance to be that, though. I, I still think so, too. But I think you take Stroud over Bryce Young now. I mean, look. I'm not going to. I don't judge. I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel about the two of them. I'm not going to judge anything that i see right now from either player not until the next decade comes not not you gotta forget the decade what i'm talking about is like one year cool do that to me for five years show me that consistently because anyone could have a good year perfect example justin fields yeah, I mean, I like Justin Fields. You like him because he finished he finished off the year well, but his but he, still he only had glimpses. one star year. He's shown glimpses of being really good, though. But then he had that one year where it wasn't a glimpse. It was a full-blown-out yeah. example of who yeah. he is at his peak, you know? And C.J. Stroud is peak. So if he can do that or better moving forward, he's a star. Do you think he's the rookie of the year? That's so hard, you know, because we had this conversation last week about how if Puka broke the record, that Puka should get it. But then they're coming up with all these statistics. Oh, CJ Stroud actually broke the record for da-da-da. Oh, uh, Sam Laporta actually broke the record for receiving yards as a tight end, I believe, was the... As a rookie. As a rookie. Yeah. Like the rookie receiving yards record, so on and so forth. So now, since everyone's breaking a record, no, my answer goes right back to Laporta. No, I'm taking Puka. No, no, no. I. It's okay. I'm going to agree to disagree with you because you had the leg to stand on with the record, from me at least. And now everybody I, has the leg. I like your choice of Laporta because it's different than choosing a quarterback. I think, I think everybody gets caught up on these awards just handing them the quarterbacks. Now, what CJ Stroud has done this season is amazing. Amazing. There's no doubt about that. But Puka broke the all-time rookie record in yards okay. and receptions, both. Two right? records. Two records in one year as a rookie. Now, what else would it take? Theoretically, what else could he do to win rookie of the year? Beat one of those teams in the conversation in a, in a game. Has he? Have they? I don't think so. Well, I, mean, I, don't, I don't remember. I don't think the Texans have beat the Lions. And I don't think, well, I, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. We can go back and check that. Unfortunately, David is not here with us today for the statistic checks. So we might have a little loading in between. But I definitely want to say that Detroit played Houston. And I think CJ Stroud was out. Yeah, I don't know. Not I, 100%. I think it's Puka. I, I don't see anything else he could do to win the award. I think he deserves it. Yeah. Me and David picked the Texans while you picked the Colts this game. You had faith in Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman. I did. And, I mean, they could. it was a winnable game, but... Yeah, it was a great like, game. Yeah, for sure. Just as I expected. I said this would be one of the closest games of the week. Yeah. 
Speaking of, giving CJ Stroud his flowers, 264 passing yards. And then, as you were right, the rushing leader was Jonathan Taylor with 188 rushing yards. And then That's a lot. Nico Collins with 195 receiving yards, though. Man, I, I don't know if you saw that one bomb that uh, CJ Stroud threw to him. What was it, the first play of the game or something yeah, like that? Yeah, early on. Unreal, unreal. Great game to watch. I actually went out with my friend Kelvin. Shout out Kelvin to watch <laughs> that game, me and him. It was a great game. You got Cleveland at Cincinnati. Cleveland beat, I'm sorry, Cincinnati beat Cleveland 31-14. to Very interesting. You had, the passing leader was Jeff Driscoll at 166 passing yards. With Joe Mixon as the rushing leader at 111. And David Bell, the receiving leader at 68 receiving yards only. I mean, look, Jake Browning didn't throw a lot of yards, but he threw three touchdowns. And the argument, he's he's been, I, I don't know what else to say. Like, he hasn't had a bad game, has he? Because I feel like it's every week we come and recap and we're saying, Browning did it again. The Jake Browning show, he's him. I don't think he's missed. You know, if you ask me, I it didn't matter for the Bengals this game, so I understand taking the last game. But then he, he goes in, in the post-game interview and he says, he deserves a, spa- a starting spot as a quarterback on one of these 32 teams. And you know what? I agree with him. He said he's one of the best 32 quarterbacks in the world. He is. He is. He is. Yo, the fact that he had to sit in line behind someone and Zach Wilson <laughs> had the gall to go out there and present himself in front of the Jets organization is sickening to me. I want you to do something. What is I want it? you to give me five teams next year that would have that Browning would be a better QB than what they have right now. Okay, us, the Jets. Well, look, next year because all right, so next year is kind of hard for me because I obviously I have faith in Aaron Rodgers returning. You want to say this full year that just passed? This full year, who's he been better than? Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, any quarterback on the Giants, take your pick. <laughs> Um, Arizona's quarterback situation. He's I think he's been better than Kyler Murray and Josh Dobbs when he was on Arizona. Kyler Murray's a hot take. Uh, he didn't do so hot this year. If it was his career, like, okay, he was nice. But he also had Larry Fitzgerald and DeAndre Hopkins. Now his best receiver was Marquise Brown, and he kind of turned into, you know, a shell of himself, some might say. Where um, Jake Browning is blooming like a flower right now. Titans? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I don't lose faith in rookie quarterbacks. Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. That's a good team, PD. Atlanta, 1,000%. Him, Drake London, Bijan Robinson? Oh, my God, bro. Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah, Kenny Pickett. Mason Rudolph, even though he won his last three, like you said, kudos to Mason Rudolph. But you know what? Those that's that's the thing though. Is that you can only give the argument for their starter. And Kenny Pickett was their starter. If you say he's better than a backup, okay, he's supposed to be better than a backup if he wants to be a starter. I think he's better than Pickett. He is better than Pickett. That's what I'm saying. But then we can't get into the Mason Rudolph conversation, is what I'm saying. He, no, I'm saying he's better than both. But it doesn't matter. I'm saying the Steelers in general. For the sake of the argument. You get what I'm saying? No, but I'm still saying Browning is better than the starter of Pittsburgh. Yes. Yeah. We're on the same page. Oh, okay. 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 And then, let's see, who else? Let me think off the top of my head. How many teams have I said so far? 
I think we've named collectively about five so far. I think I think we've said four. I'm gonna give you one more. I'm gonna be bold with it. The Saints. The Saints, I agree. Derek Carr is is another one of those guys, bro. He looks confused out there. The Raiders. Yeah. Denver. No. 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 New England. I like Bailey Zappi. No. I would take Browning over Zappi. Washington. Yeah. I'm gonna give you a tough one. Seattle. No, it's about even. Yeah. It's about I even. I agree. So for that, you might as well not. I agree. You know, for that, they keep Drew Locke. Hey, but that's about, what, seven, eight teams you named? Yeah. That's a third of them. Not even a fourth of them. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. He deserves a starting he spot. He said it, and at first I was like, you know, he's being kind of bold. But looking back at it, like, you know, he wasn't wrong. It's the fact that they lost Burrow. We were expecting the worst for yeah. his team. And they didn't even lose a step. Now, here's the problem that I see him running into next year. Everybody knows it's a very quarterback-heavy draft, right? So then do you go with someone who's been swirling around the league and then you might think to yourself, okay, maybe he's swirling around the league for a reason. Is there something that he's not getting? Is it his work ethic? Is it his discipline? Or do you take someone fresh out of college, ready with that hunger to play, ready with that, you know, yes coach mentality, right? Because then some some of these stars turn into stars and forget who they are. <clears throat> Jameis Winston. Great guy. But listen, man, we'll, we're going to talk about it when we get to the New Orleans game. He's not going to be a saint next year. Good. But you just said he's a great guy. He's a great guy. Let him blossom somewhere. Somewhere that... I mean, the Saints fan base That's what really I'm loves him. But he, No, but not now. No, they love him even more now. Because he did that? Yeah, they love him even more because of that. I think that's one of those districts. I mean, look, can we? All right, we'll get, we'll get that. to that. We'll get to um, that. But I'll, look. Wait, when you, while you were talking about that, you said, well, would you rather have Browning or a rookie that you can draft? Right. I feel like we named about seven, eight teams that could use a better QB. Mm-hmm. If you're not one of those teams, if you're not drafting one of the top three quarterbacks, if you don't have that pick, I think I'd rather have Browning than a fourth, fifth, like quarterback in the draft. Well, you can get a quarterback. I'd rather have a guy that pro- that has proven it in these last couple games. That's that's a good argument. That's a really good argument because when you look at it like that, it's like, would you rather someone who has a really high ceiling, you expect them to win a lot of games, or someone who actually has? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it comes down between that. If you ask me, he deserves to be on a team where a quarterback it m- may easily get hurt. He's going to look great in green next year. Yeah, Jordan Love and him are going to go crazy. <laughs> Stupid. Moving on, we got Detroit <laughs> playing against Minnesota. Detroit wins 30-20. to 20. Um the Vikings were looking for a slim chance at the playoffs. They could not get it. The The Lions cap off the best season they've had in decades with this win. Goff had 320 yards, two touchdowns. St. Brown doing it again, 144 yards and a touchdown. Now, uh, the problem they run into this game, mm-hmm. they have older starters. Right. They have this small chance to go from the three seed to the two seed, which they would need it to win. And they would have needed the Cowboys and Eagles to lose. 
Right. They won. Right. Eagles lost, but the Cowboys won. And in the process, they have lost Laporta for the rest of the season. That is super tragic. Or at least for the first round. But I'm, I'm assuming he's not going to be back. Yeah, no, not for this game probably. What was the injury? He's not coming back. It's like looking like like his knee, MCL. Oh my god, bone bruise. Uh, it's, he's probably out for like two, three weeks. Oh my goodness, say it ain't so. Peter. So let me ask you: uh, Do you think it was worth it for them to put in all their starters in a game? Not that it doesn't matter, but right. Even if they they were they still would have needed like looking at it, you had a win, which uh, on its own is already difficult. Right. Then you were banking on the Cowboys and Eagles to both lose. And this was the Eagles against the Giants. Well, maybe that's why it's so important that they tried so hard to win. Because then they were also depending on so many other But no, factors. they were in the playoffs already. This no, was, they're in the playoffs. This was just to move up one seed. Yeah. Was that that important to risk losing such an important player going into the playoffs now? I'll put it to you like this. It was so important to them that Campbell made the decision to start his players. Campbell said, in, I believe, in a post game, you either go all in or you go all out. Okay. And that, to me, makes sense, especially if you're trying to fight for a divisional difference. Because then, even though you risk injury to your starting players, you also offer your team a better starting position in the playoffs. And honestly, we're going to get into it later, of course, but man, the matchups for the playoffs are insane right Amazing. now. Amazing. Uh, like, you couldn't have scripted it better myself. Yeah. But look, man, as a fan, I'm sure Detroit fans are looking at this and like, wow, I wish we did not try to win this game this bad. Well, from what it's looking like, according to ESPN, it is a knee injury. So it, it doesn't seem like... I feel like they would have said it's a leg injury if it was an MCL no, or something your knee. like that. It's your knee. Yeah. No, your, your MCL is your knee? No, yeah. I, I know that. But what I'm saying is their verbiage... Man. No, they said knee. They said it was the MCL. I saw it today. MCL? They said it was his knee. He's out for sure this game, first round. They don't know moving forward. Oh, man. Well, as a Laporta fan, I, I hope that he has a speedy recovery. Yeah, they need him. Moving along, we got Jacksonville at Tennessee. Surprisingly, Tennessee beat Jacksonville 28-20. to The Titans, as David put it, dismantled the Jaguars. Crazy word. Lawrence and Jaguars playoff hopes stopped short at the goal line. Ingram with 10 catches, 75 yards, gave him 114 receptions on the season, making him the second most for a tight end in NFL history behind Zach Ertz. I did not think that that was the one in the two. If you, were, if you had a gun to my head and you said, name who has the most receiving yards and receptions in tight end history... I wouldn't have said either of those two players, to be completely honest with you. Yeah, um, he was only... So, going into the game, he needed 12 receptions to tie Ertz. Right. It was looking like he was going to do it. In the first drive, he had like three or four. Slowed down a little bit. Got yeah. a little weird. Going into the last quarter, he had 10. He only needed two more. Just didn't get it. It's unfortunate. You know, we haven't been speaking about it. We can get right back onto it right we, now. We all had the Jags this we week. All, all three of us, but which is kind of wild. What did I say? What have I been saying these last couple weeks? What are the, the Titans? Yeah. A trap team. Mm-hmm. And what did they, this was the most important game for the Jaguars. They needed to win to make the playoffs, and they got trapped. That's crazy. 
That's actually really wild to think about. The when ultimate you, trap. Yo, like, even to the last say-so, they did it. And you know what? They're annoying. <laughs> Good for them, though. Good. They're about to lose Derrick Henry, so at least they went off with a bang. Yep. You know, all because I'm pretty sure I saw, like, three different conferences or three different meetings where Derrick Henry was like, thank you to all the staff. That like he's letting us know he's out of there. He um I don't know if you saw the video. He stayed outside the stadium after the game for like an extra hour and it was just taking pictures with fans, autographs. That's pretty Being cool. Really a nice guy, a great guy. I was gonna well. say great guy. Great guy, Derek Henry. Amazing guy. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, I, I I met him personally in Tennessee, <laughs> where I've never been. Great guy. Um, I hope that he lands on a team that makes sense. I know we said this last episode. We named a couple. The Cowboys. Yeah, the Ravens, the Texans, the Bills, any of them. There's a home for him. You know, we even talking about it with the Lions. You know, is that going to be their problem? Their rushing yard difference. You know, like, is that going to be something that they need? Not to say that Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery aren't sufficeable, but, you know, you got to you got to think big picture, because if it's in between two OKs and one wow, I mean, Jameer Gibbs is young. Yeah. I, I, I don't trust rookies for anything. I don't know if you if if uh, I need to reiterate this, if I need to like tattoo it on my forehead. Who I trust the least, the least, <laughs> is rookie quarterbacks, without a doubt. Like, running backs. Quarterbacks oh, is like, who I trust oh, the least. I know we're tra- talking oh, okay, about running backs, it. but I just wanted to I just wanted to make you know, known that I don't trust ru- rookies. Rutgers. I don't trust Rutgers either. I went to <laughs> Rutgers. That's how I know not to trust Rutgers. I don't trust rookies, but I definitely, at the bottom of the list, is like rookie quarterback. Mm. So that's another reason why it's hard for me to pick rookie of the year. It's another reason why it's hard for me to pick C.J. Stroud on top of all that. But when you got a rookie running back, you 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 don't want – that sounded like that meme. You, 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 you wish you want. <laughs> I uh, could do anything. Do, do anything. Uh, but um, to to reiterate what I was saying, I just feel like obviously you want a running back to always do well, especially as the shortest lifespan of a career in the NFL. When they do come, you want them to explode. You want them to have good contracts. You want them to be in a, in a team that they're praised by. You want them to have a good community, possibly a good sne- uh, sneaker or cleat deal. You want to you want to see a running back succeed. No one really, you know, where. Not to say that you don't want other positions to succeed, but... Petitions. Positions? You said petitions. Did I really? Yeah, that's okay. I'm having a, a stutter day. Stutter <laughs> field day. I, it might just that's because... What I, that's what I get for having a funeral to start It might the just show. be because you're antsy to talk about this next game, because we got the Jets... No, honestly, this New is what I wanted. <laughs> and I, I, I don't want to stress it more than I have to, because as you guys heard, we were Bill Belichick's cause of death. <laughs> Bill Belichick. I said Belichick. <laughs> it's just coming out. That's one of the, it's one of these episodes, man. So I, I want to ask you a question. Yes. I asked. I asked. Uh, I believe it was Alex who we had on the show. Shout out, Alex. Shout out, Alex. I I want to know your answer. I want you to tell the people. Hit me. What do you think is more likely to happen? Mm-hmm. Is it more likely that Bill Belichick leaves the Patriots? Or is it more likely that Harbaugh leaves Michigan? Hmm. I, I think I think you asked Mike this question. If 
I'm thinking correctly. Did I? I think so. Yeah, Mike. But you might have asked many people. Mike's name is Alex sometimes, yeah. I guess. Shout out, Mike. Maybe you'll see him here soon. Hopefully. Um, if I had to choose, I think there's a bigger chance that Belichick leaves the Patriots. I think there's a pretty good chance he leaves the Patriots. I think so, too. I think it's about 72%. I might have said no, and then now that the news came out today that Pete Carroll is gone, Anybody's anything job can is on the line. Nobody's safe. How does it feel that Pete Carroll is gone, but you still have Salah? That doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, it makes sense. The fact that... No, bro. It doesn't make any it's sense. It's the Jets. Because... Well, I don't want to even put it in that lens because I never want to be in... I never want to be in that headspace in life. So I'm not going to just settle for the argument, oh, it's the Jets. Because that doesn't work in my brain. My problem... I agree. It's good. My problem is that how do... How do the Seahawks have so much potential in looking at Pete Carroll? One of the greats. To Great be coach. like... One of the, yo, he's one of the greatest coaches ever. Let's be for real. He is. And for them to look at him and be like, he's not what we need right now. But the Jets <laughs> can look at Robert Sala and be like, perfect. <laughs> perfect. Are you kidding me? Like, what what upside down world do the Jets live in? Where Where does Woody Johnson lay his head at night? To wake up like a nutcase. That's what I want to know. Probably on a really expensive, temper-controlled pillow. You know, you know what? You know what he's probably doing. He probably has like a hamster wheel of money that he has from passive income as angry Jet fans, just to be like, "This is our year." Influx in payments. You know, lose the season, people get upset. Another big move. This is our year. Influx in tickets. Bombs the season. Back to square one. Makes a good move. This is our year. Influx in tickets. And this is why the mattress that he sleeps on is so expensive. So comfortable. So soothing. You lay on that bed. His it's pillow. Like you're on a cloud. His pillow is made with the tears of my fandom. <laughs> And he doesn't care. And he doesn't care. <laughs> I wouldn't care either if my name was Woody. Give me a break, bro. <laughs> but, but hey, man, who am I? <laughs> I was talking to my friend Gary. Shout out, Gary. Shout outs. And he was like, you know, <laughs> it doesn't even matter because you you don't have never seen your team win the Super Bowl in the, in the, <laughs> and the Jets jersey is ugly anyway. I was like, yo, you're a Patriots fan. They have the ugliest jersey. I think Patriots bottom five jersey. <laughs> oh man, don't worry. We're gonna one of these episodes. We're gonna rank jerseys. No, no, no. It's Look, coming. And this happened this week. I'm gonna shout out my girlfriend Vanessa. Mm -hmm. She, I texted her a list of all the jerseys. Yeah. And I told her, tell me your favorite three. What she said. She doesn't know anything about anything. But I showed her a list of the jerseys. Yep. Said, show me th your favorite three. She said. Bengals, mm -hmm. Cardinals, mm -hmm. and uh, oh my god, I gotta scroll through my phone really quick to, I think to it was find the Chargers. Them. I think it was the Chargers. I think it was it's the, gotta Chargers. Be the Chargers. If I'm not mistaken, let me scroll really quick. I know I'll be two seconds. I'll be two seconds. One. Chargers. Two. It was the Chargers. Bengals, Chargers, Chargers, Cardinals. And you know what? I'm not mad at that list at all. I think the Cardinals were the best red. I think the Chargers were the best blue. 
And there's not a lot of orange, but I would say the, the Bengals were a better orange. Than better the, than the Bronco orange. Yes. Yeah. But I like the font on the Broncos jerseys more than I like the Bengals font. Big font guy. I'm, I am a big... As a man who works behind the computer all day, I'm a huge font guy. What's your favorite font go? Uh, Calibri. Ooh, Okay. How about you? No, I have no idea. One, two, Times three. New Roman. Okay. You're traditional guy. I'm a traditional, easy guy. Like, you like to read a newspaper, like, extra, extra, read all about it. And that's like the Very font. Very vanilla. Okay. I like that. I like that. Speaking, Speaking of, of vanilla. Uh, <laughs> Derek Carr and the Saints <laughs> against Atlanta. New Orleans beat the Saints 48-17. to This is what we were talking about before. Let's get into it right now. Mm-hmm. So what happened with the Saints was they wanted Jamal Williams to score one more time because no once because he hadn't scored the whole season he was he wasn't playing, um, so it was the coach's decision what was it Sean Payton mm-hmm. to take a knee yep no forgive me Sean Payton's on the Broncos now I forget the head coach of the Saints forgive me but he told him to take a knee that was the call. Jameis Winston said, no, we want you to score. No, 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 no. That, that's, not, that's not what Jameis Winston The quarterback said. calls the play. No, that's not what, he, that's not what happened. He, he, look, they interviewed him. They said, did the coach tell you to take a knee? He said, yeah, he did. But we talked as a group. So, you know, as a gr- the great guy he is, he brought the group of teammates together in a circle. Yeah. He was like, hey, guys. Do we want to take a knee and end it? Or yeah, but you know what? That's, that's where that's where. Should that's, we give our boy a touchdown? And they all agreed unanimously to score but that is where he's wrong and i'm gonna explain i don't you. think he's wrong i'm gonna tell you why i think he i'll is. hear your side as a quarterback and you'll hear this from any outlet that you get sports information from on the planet the quarterback needs to take responsibility for what takes place on the field that's it that's it and if you're gonna be a quarterback you got to have your quarterback. You got to have your quarterback. <laughs> You're so stupid. You got to have your quarterback. And what that means is when someone makes a bad decision, you put it on your shoulders. You say, you know what? That's my bad. I did this. I shouldn't have done this. I apologize to the Falcons. Or even if you're not sorry, I apologize to the Falcons. Whatever. You know what he says? It was the team's decision. He's part of the team. He, ad- he admitted. He's like, we as but, a group but if you're the leader you don't even put it on anyone else but you i don't think that's necessary but that's how it is that's how it that's that's the social the social aspect of of how you're supposed to lead maybe he's different a leader maybe he's different knows the way goes the way and shows the way he knows what he had to do but he didn't do it does he have to be a leader he's not even a starting quarterback if he wants to be a starting quarterback yeah i think he should i don't i don't think they care about that Look, I bet money he's not a Saint next year. Saints fans love him, and they love him even more after this. If he's not a Saint, it's not because of the fandom. It's because of the team, the organization. But this is the NFL. This is professional football. Right. This is the highest ceiling of a sport that you can play. Right. This isn't Little League. We, We shouldn't be complaining about running up a score. If you don't want them to score, stop it. If you don't want them to score, 
Don't throw a pick in the end zone. But you know what? The formation that the defense was in is kind of known as like a, a we surrender. Like a white flag. Stay on your toes. No, you shouldn't. I think that that's wrong. It's, I don't know. I'm going to put it to you in basketball terms, right? That's like when you're beating a team by 30, and then you go and do a bounce off the backboard, like, move dunk. Do it. Don't they make? Don't they give people crazy faces they when do. they do that? I though? don't. Okay. In you're the not NBA, playing with In them. the NBA? You're not playing with them, I understand. But it's sportsmanship. That's still professional. That's, that's not that professional. I'm saying in the NBA. If that were to happen... If you don't want that to happen, don't lose by 30. If we're losing that bad, what? I'm supposed to be like, oh, you guys shouldn't be trying because we suck. That's not fair. But that's but forget fair because the Falcons were going to lose that game anyway. There was like a minute left. So what? Just because they're winning by so much? It's respect. The players it's need respect. to stop trying? No. All right. I don't agree. All right. I personally Think don't. about it like this. Think about it like this. You're an athlete. Okay. You play for the Falcons. Okay. What position you want to be? Hmm. hmm. Three, two, one. Oh, man. That wasn't enough time. Um, I'm going to say I want to be the tight end. Okay. You're a tight end. You're a tight end for the Falcons. Cool. The Falcons are getting blown out. I this am Kyle game. Pitts. You're Kyle Pitts. The Falcons are getting blown out this game. At this point, it's only 41 17. Mm -hmm. Right? There's a minute left. Your family's in the stands. Okay. They came to support you. All right. Your wife is in the stands. Your child is in the stands. Okay. There's a whole line of people there to see My family just filled with up the stadium. Not, I mean, hey, bro, you're, you're Dominican. You know how the families <laughs> get down? There's like 30 people wherever there's an event outside, whatever. Bro, like with your face on a post board and like, you know... Go PD, go like all those signs. Now they're already embarrassed in themselves because you lost. You're gonna add another layer of guilt on that by outscoring them for no reason. Yeah, every player takes that home with them. The coach takes that home with them, and he, he has to go all home. the way home. He went all the way, all all the way home, you know, like uh. What what movie is that? And he's like, go home, go home. And he's like, where are you going? I'm going home. Is that Chicken Little? I think so. Is that Chicken Little? Yeah, when he's running the bases. And he's like, where are you going? I'm going home. I'm going home. <laughs> that was really Arthur Smith. But look, to me, to say, if I'm losing that bad, there's no difference to me if I lose 41 to 17 or 48 to 17. All right. I lost by a lot. I never expect the other team to let go of the gas and just give up. I'm, I'm going to put it like this, and we'll leave it like this, and we'll put it right. We'll go to the next game. But as the way I see it is I have enough respect for the players on the other team that took time out of their life to get suited up the same way I got suited up. They put their cleats on. They put their pads on. I respect them enough to not unnecessarily score on them because I wouldn't want them to do that to me. Well... Speaking of taking time out of your life, I took some to watch this Tampa Bay and Carolina game. <laughs> <laughs> that, yo, that was crazy. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I am going to try to segue every game. That was beautiful. <laughs> we that have beautiful. Tampa Bay with nine points, Carolina for a whopping zero. Yeah. Um, we had the Bucks, but it honestly wasn't anything to worry about. Look, 
I said Baker, Baker, money maker was going to take over. Mm-hmm. He was doing great, and then he got hurt. But the Bucks are in the playoffs. Yeah. Fourth straight season. Baker wasn't crazy impressive. He only had 137 yards, but he got hurt early right. on. Um, the Bucks defense played great to shut down the Panthers. I'm sure, it's not that hard to do. Um, <laughs> Damn. Look, Baker's got two milli in his bank account. Yeah, a little cha-ching. I must feel nice. In the piggy bank. I must feel great. Speaking of defense, you know, the, the monster of a defensive brain and Todd Bowles over there at the at the Buccaneers, Bryce Young got sacked three times that game. It's a lot. Eh, not a lot. Eh, it is, though. No, that's a good amount. Three times. If, if I'm a quarterback and you're telling me I'm going to get sacked three times in the game, I'll be like, I'll take that. I guess. Interesting game, but we also... Don't, we don't have to talk a lot about this one. Yeah, to be honest. It was good, but I'm glad we all picked the Bucks. I'm glad we all have a brain. Yeah, speaking of good brain, we got Green Bay at Chicago. Um, and the, no, where's the segue? you got to wait for it. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear we it. got Sorry. Green Bay playing Chicago, and Jordan Love was thinking. He wanted to win. Mm. <clears throat> I'm I'm not going to lie, Petey. Well, you can't do them all. I'm, uh, no, <laughs> no, you tried, though. Look, I'm not, look. You left me on a. You left me with brain. That's not an easy one. I wasn't go. gonna be done right there. You just picked uh, it up. You know what I mean? Let's go back to Tampa Bay. No, no, no. <laughs> we're here right now. Speaking of right here, right now. Green, mm, there we go. Green, Green we were Bay. just joking. It was all a. It was all a dream. Uh, honestly, Speaking of dreams, the Packers have made the playoffs. Yeah. Do you think they're gonna do anything about it? Field says he isn't stressing uncertainty about the Bears going into the future. But now, this was last week, right? Fast forward to right now, you have that they fired their offensive coordinator. Yep. And this is what uh, rumor is around the world, or at least around <laughs> media for the around NFL. Around the whole world. Um, around the whole America. <laughs> is that uh, their hopes are to bring in a new offensive coordinator that can be there for Caleb Williams. That's crazy. The rumor is that they, and it's it's not, I don't want to say it's not realistic, that Justin Fields is going to be a bear because he really did play decently like his last couple games in Chicago, and that's not going to be unseen or or neglected by any uh, team. Like he's going to be successful wherever he goes. I started off the year by saying he was a dumpster fire. I think I was wrong. I think that he still has a lot of potential. I don't know if that's in Chicago, but you know, with the first pick now, you you got to think they're going for number one in a quarterback. No, I disagree I, I just don't think it's an obvious choice right now there's there's options they can either trade that pick to do something i don't think they do that i think at this point it's either they got a receiver in marvin harrison jr to help fields and dj Moore on that offense mm-hmm. or they do take a qb now i want to say this if they take a qb let's say they take caleb williams okay i don't think that's necessarily the end of fields let's think about it this way i want to give you an example okay Jordan Love. Right. He got drafted. He didn't play right away. Who was he behind? Rodgers. For a while. That gave them the time to develop him properly. That's what you're supposed to do with a rookie quarterback. And I think that's what can be done here. I think you draft Caleb Williams, left fields, play the season out. If he's not doing great, you can start Williams. But maybe give that kid time to, to progress and like properly develop behind somebody else. Now, Fields that guy, maybe not. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind that as a choice. That's look, that was that's been the the blueprint in the NFL years ago. Hundred percent. Tom Brady. 
was one developed behind someone behind uh, Tom uh who who else Let's well, think. players that developed behind another quarterback yeah Pat Mahomes Pat Mahomes he was behind Alex Smith you had a uh, I mean I don't know a lot of them bro you had a uh, no one I mean very few were a starter off rip to be honest Lamar Jackson wasn't even a starter over Joe Flacco when he was a Raven Joe Flacco got hurt and that's how he came in uh same goes with uh let's see that's how Tom Brady came in. It wasn't because they chose him as a starter. I believe yeah. it was Drew Bledsoe. No, that's a basketball player. <laughs> Shout out Drew Bledsoe. Uh, Still balling Eric overseas. Bledsoe? Now that's the basketball player. Oh, Drew Bledsoe, I think, is the football player then. Yeah. It's a Bledsoe, though. I definitely know that. Um, but, yeah. Look, there's... there's, and there's, there's I'm blanking. I'm, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm blanking because <laughs> there's so much that I, I'm ready to talk about. But on the same, on the same note, I want to say that... That's what you're supposed to do, you know? Like, you're not supposed to... Not that you're not supposed to, because obviously there are examples of where, you know, that does pan out. You know, CJ Strouds of the world and, you know, Andrew Lux of the world and things like that. There are instances where there's a rookie that's already... Aaron Rodgers was one. Yeah, Brett Favre. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. There you go. I got one off my mind. Yeah, that that, that was the one that was on your heart. Yeah, I was thinking, well, I was like, it's got to be another one. That's all good. Hey, Brock, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Third. Third. He's waiting, waiting. Three. So, needless to say, like, I've never been a believer in starting rookie quarterbacks. I think I've said that my whole life because you don't get to nurture. And that's the thing. It's one thing to throw someone into the wild. It's another one to show them the wild and see how people move and react so they already have an idea. So when they get there, they're not as thrown off and overwhelmed, some might say, like the way that the Jets have overwhelmed all of their past uh, starting quarterbacks that they draft high in the draft. Uh, Geno. Sam Darnold was a quarterback that started as a rookie off-rip. Yep. Zach Wilson was a rookie that started as a quarterback off-rip. Yep. And where are they? Backup, backup. No, Geno Smith. They are in... They're going to be in the same place um, that the next quarterback is going to be in the next game. Where Denver lost to the Raiders. You're trying really hard. <laughs> I saw the math in your head. I was trying loading. to connect it. Okay, they're gonna be in the same. They're gonna be in the free agent market with Russell Wilson. Look, and that's a, the next game we got. And talk about a, a quarterback, a team that needs a quarterback in Las Vegas. Yeah, both of them are gonna be looking. I for mean, a quarterback yeah, because you know Russell Wilson, whatever he said, God got me. Or whatever. He God said. got him a new team next year. Las Vegas beat Denver twenty-seven to forty-one. That's not the right number. Oh, it's twenty-seven to fourteen. Oh, forgive me, I'm <laughs> dyslexic. But you know, we'll uh, we'll get right through that. Honestly, I thought it was a good game. It it wasn't. Look, I was gonna. I was looking at this game beforehand. I was like, this is not gonna be something I'm gonna watch. Right. Not. Both teams were out of the playoffs. What are they playing for? I had Denver. I don't know why. You know, Raiders, well, I don't know. It was one of those games. I mean, yeah, like we both. I mean, uh, David was the only one that picked Las Vegas, but realistically, who was really worried about this game? It's very similar to the uh, to the other game. I don't know. Yeah. Speaking of worried, Philly lost to the Giants. Oh my God! You like that one? You're doing phenomenal. No, you like that one? You're doing fantastic. Thank you. Thank I gotta you. tell you, Philly <laughs> lost to the Giants, and boy, would I be worried. You know, this is what I. You know, the whole narrative for us this week was this it was that if philly got destroyed this week 
is there a chance that Tampa Bay can beat them next week? Yes. But however, however, I'm listening. What I have now thought that I did not uh, contemplate over is that they only beat the Panthers by nine, and they that's what's up, Baker. He didn't play. He like missed half the game. But still, like he missed half. Nine points, nine to the worst team in football. I mean, hurt. I don't know. It's hard for me to judge when you're missing your quarterback. Okay, so we'll put it like this. Since they were hurt, they put up nine. The Eagles were fully healthy. Actually, I'm sorry. I believe DeAndre Swift was out with an illness. AJ Brown got hurt that game. Swift was out beforehand. So they were also injured. Yeah, but I don't know. You know, it's we're like, talking about Philly, who's supposed to be a top caliber team compared to the Bucks, who snuck into the playoffs. Yeah. Now, I'm going to put it to you this way. Philly brought out their starters to start the game. Right. All right? I don't know exactly how many points. I don't remember how much they scored in the first half. Because mm-hmm. after, in the second half, they benched everyone. But they were losing by a lot. They, mm-hmm. what, like had one touchdown in the first half? And they were losing by 20? I'll tell you right now. I think so. It was definitely something like that, though. It, was, it wasn't It was looking good. Now, that's not convincing to me, especially after these last five weeks. Now they've dropped four games, they, two of them being against the Cardinals and the Giants. The score at half was 24-0 New York. That's what their starting lineup. That's scary. To the Giants. And I believe it was Tyrod Taylor starting that game, right? Um, Tyrod Taylor started, and then, then got, got hurt, hurt and, and then Tommy DeVito came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, and then, man. no, and then... To- Tommy DeVito got hurt and Tyrell Taylor came back and no, it was a roller coaster of emotions. Here's the thing though. The Buccaneers, I mean, we're, we're going to talk about this later, but the Buccaneers have a lot of offensive pieces if they start clicking. And if if the Eagles defense can't keep up with that the same way they couldn't keep up with New York, that's a problem. Budget McCaffrey is going to do it. Plus, the way that, I mean, be a realistic, is keeping the Panthers to zero impressive? Very. I think, I think keeping any team as zero is impressive. I mean, yeah, of course, but that's the worst team in football. Though. I think that's still very impressive. So That's not even a field goal. Like, you didn't let them get deep into the field. So Tampa Bay wins without a question next week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God, it's hard. Look, this is the recap episode. <laughs> right, right. We're not going to we don't, we don't choose. Um, but, look, I, if I was an Eagles fan, I'd be very, very worried. Talk about very worried. Seattle at Arizona. I'd be very worried if I was Seattle, but they <laughs> only beat Arizona by one at 21 to 20. Mm. They rallied for the win, but unfortunately, they still miss out on the playoffs. And as a team that is now missing their potential god of a head coach in Pete Carroll. Jesus Christ himself. Where do you see this team going next year? Do they keep Geno Smith and Drew Locke, or do they go for someone new? Now... This would have been... I would have given you a different answer before I heard about Pete Carroll being right, gone. Right, If Well, they said Pete Carroll's not going to be coaching. They said there's a possibility he stays in the organization. I don't know doing what. As something else. I know yes. they, they announced it, actually. I'll tell you right now. Did they say he was going to stay in the organization? Yeah, they said he's going to be like a like an analyst or something like that. I don't think that's true. Let's see. Let's I think see. he's going to take a job, job somewhere else. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, man, I just saw it earlier. You got it. I'll distract the audience. Seahawks owner Jody Allen announces Pete Carroll will remain with organization in an advisory role. What a waste, I guess. Oh, look. 
Either way, he's not coaching the team. And we know what he likes to do with mobile quarterbacks. Right. Which is why I think Geno Smith succeeded so much in that organization. Right. You know, you don't have him coaching. I think they go lock. Maybe yeah, they he's the younger option. He's a deeper glance into the future than it is for Geno Smith. You know, like, needless to say, we know that Geno Smith got comeback player of the year. But if you got two players playing at the same level... You go with the one that's going to last you longer. You go, you go with the one that's going to give you more trade value going forward. Even if you don't see either of them as your long-term solution, you got to think that someone would probably give you more for a young Drew Locke than an old Geno Smith. Yes or no? I agree, yeah. It's true. Like, get rid of your bad pieces right now and then go for the gold later. Let Drew Locke blossom. Let someone else come under him and get the job done. Speaking of com- coming under him, we got Kansas City. You're trying. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying. That was just such a good phrase to use. We got Kansas City. Kansas. Kansas City. <laughs> got, How much? We got KC <laughs> beating LAC 13 to 12. Yep. The Chargers almost ruined their tank of the season with almost winning. Chargers secured the fifth overall pick. Well, when the Giants since the Giants won. Um, now. The Chiefs are going into a little bit of a scary spot into the playoffs. First round, they're playing against Miami. We'll talk about that more during the weekend games. I'm not too confident in them. This was they barely won a Chargers, barely won a game against a Chargers team that's been struggling all season. Yeah. It's hard. It's really difficult. Honestly, I'm not that worried about Kansas City. I'm more so worried about Miami. But it is not a good look to only put up 13 against Kansas City. I'm assuming, because I didn't watch this game heavy myself, that Pat and them weren't playing. I'm pretty sure Travis played to see if he could break that record. That's right. And he actually didn't break that record. He didn't. So this is the first season, I think, in in like six seasons or something like that. Wow, that he didn't get it. He didn't have 1,000 receiving yards. Wow. He didn't do it, so... Unfortunate, but with with the Chargers getting the fifth overall pick, you gotta assume that they're going they're going quarterback. They're Justin Herbert. Yeah, but now they potentially might get a good coach. So good coach with Justin Herbert. I I mean I don't I don't think they get rid of Justin Herbert. All right, so what do you think they get a receiver? They got something. See if Marvin drops. If Marvin drops, I think that, I don't think he's gonna drop that far. Um, I don't know where the Cardinals are picking. Random thought. Yeah. So any room. Or any state or any place that Marvin Harrison Jr. stays at, right? When he lays his bed at night, is he in Marvin's room? Mm. He is. But uh, his pillow isn't as comfortable. Not as comfortable as Woody Johnson. Not, not nearly as comfortable. He's he's sleeping in a college dorm. And you know what he listens to? Cupsilla Rose. Oh. In my own phone. Oh. I should call one and go home. Oh, David's going to be upset. He missed I've been in this club too long. No, David likes singing. Uh, you ever been like, in the beginning, like when we're getting ready, he's always bumping something. And like, I'll be in the middle of like editing the audio and I'll hear in the background. <laughs> great guy. You want know, to talk about a great guy? Yeah, great. let's talk about him. Great guy. Who's the great guy? Brock Purdy himself. <laughs> the Rams against the 49ers. Rams beat the 49ers 21 to 20. You know, the the 49ers had absolutely nothing to worry about in this game, but the Rams are in the playoffs, so it's good. The Carson Wentz, he started for the Rams. Led the Rams to win and 6th seed in the NFC. 
He had 163 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Puka, clap it up for Puka, officially broke the rookie record we were talking about. We great guy. <laughs> you don't know any. Hey, of you don't know. I, I I don't call just anybody a great guy. You know, guy. as this as this gets bigger and bigger, and we eventually are gonna have to meet some of these people that we speak about. Puka would be on the top of my you list. You need to take pictures with each of these people, and the caption just be great guy. Great guy. Glad I met him. That no, nothing else. Uh, great great guy. guy. Next picture. Somebody's gonna comment. Oh my god, how was it? Tell me about him. Great guy. You just no, you just write caption. Look up. <laughs> and then retweet. Next picture. Next guy. Let's say it's Kata Tong. Ugh. Same picture, same caption. You're going to say sucks. <laughs> Great guy. And that's what I'm going to comment underneath. Sucks. <laughs> it's been a while since we brought out the gong. I know. I know. It's, I it, miss it. We could leave it right there. Speaking of missing, Washington has missed the playoffs and then lost Ooh. to Dallas. 38 to 10. You're trying. I'm getting it He's sometimes. hitting up. I'm like 50% of the time hitting him. Cowboys win the NFC East. Dak Prescott with 279 yards, four touchdowns, and one pick. Pollard with 70 yards and one touchdown. And it's still a bum. <laughs> Lamb with 98 receiving yards and two touchdowns. Really, really fun game. They were all fun games to watch, honestly, because they're divisional. Uh, I'm glad that the games went the, the way that they did. Um, but we can't go without speaking about this last game. It was a fun... Oh, you didn't transition. What? Come on. You didn't let me get to it. Okay. That's what you said to... That's what I... Uh, that's, yeah, that's what you said to me. You said, hey, you, you, didn't, you didn't let me oh, get... Oh, you just started talking about the next game. You didn't transition Yeah, You, you didn't even let me well, say you a brought name up, You brought up Miami. You said it. Well, listen. I said I was going to say not every team is feeling so hot. Mm. Since Miami is in it. Buffalo. Oh, because <laughs> oh, it was in Buffalo. No, I don't know where. I think. It was in Buffalo. Because <laughs> then, because then, if Miami would have won, they would have went to play in Miami. That's right. So, Buffalo at Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo beats Miami twenty-one to fourteen. Honestly, that was as far as I thought each of these games was going to be fun to watch. I think I had the most fun watching Buffalo and Miami. I don't know if it was just because they're in my division. How do you feel as an NFC person? Um, no, it was a great game to watch. I yeah. mean, this was, to me, highlighted as the game to watch of the weekend. Mm-hmm. And it was also the Sunday night game at 8. So, Fun fact for you. Tell me. Since firing their offensive coordinator, Dorsey, mm-hmm. they've won l- the last six of their seven. Ooh. It's and good that, odds. It's, yo, so hey, maybe that OC really was their problem. Maybe that's exactly what they needed. But you want to talk about a team that their weakest part is their running back. Yeah, it's Buffalo. James Cook, not and no discredit to him. He's, he's good. A, he's a good player. He's a good player. He's the weakest part of their offense. I don't think he is. Stephon Diggs is a problem. Kincaid is he's, a really, really, really good, good tight end. Who's the second receiver on that team? Um. Um. I'll now t- see. Now you taking this long to think about it. I think that's the real Does problem that on this you? team. I mean, Cook is also a family name, especially as far as running backs go. So it's kind of like one of those, like, yeah, you're right, but at the same time. Isn't it Davis? Gabe Davis? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. A bum. You didn't even need me to look it up. He's a bum, too. Gabe Davis, Stefan Diggs, Deontay Hardy, Andy Isabella. You want to talk about the real weakness on that team? I don't think it's Cook. I think it's the second receiver. Until Gabe Davis is the. Is the... You are the weakest link! <laughs> you, you know who I think, I hope. 
gets more playing time because I pray and hope that they're still a good player. Leonard Fournette. Are you a big sneaker guy? If I said a name of sneakers to you, would you know them out loud? Depends which name you said. So Leonard Fournette in that Buffalo game was wearing Olympic Sevens. Okay. As cleats. You know, I know what sevens look like. Yeah, they're sevens. They're very rare sevens. Like, I used to be a really big sneakerhead, like, earlier in life. And those are very rare and very valuable. So, to have those as football cleats, to wear them in a game that sends you to the playoffs, I'm having so much fun watching you just jam out to this. Uh, this music's good. It is, man. Something, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Shout out George, man. Shout out George. There's something about this beat. We might have big things coming for this beat pretty soon, but... No lie, it's it's always really nice to just sit here and jam out for a second. Really enjoy what we're doing. Speaking of jamming out, it's time to move on to the Boom Bust Recap. I'm going to let that slide because I don't know what jamming has to do with boom or busting. Oh, because the beat is booming? There you go. I'm, I didn't want to say anything. The bass is booming I'm a glad, little bit? I'm glad you got it. Okay, okay. Let me start it off with... A quarterback that we both chose this time around. You're right. First time we did that. Tell him. And I came out the victor. Ooh. Justin Fields. I thought your name was Petey. Right? Not Victor. I'm Victor today. <laughs> <laughs> um, I chose Justin Fields to bust. Right. And bust he did. Projected at a whopping 19.2 points, and he put up less than half of uh, less than half of that. 8.62. I, I believe I said he was going to hit 20. You said he was going to hit... 20 something and he had 8.62 tragic but you know that makes this segment of the show really easy for me tell us what you had for your boom at uh, <laughs> running back pd i had aaron jones versus chicago um i said it was very possible he was gonna have a good game i didn't think he was gonna have 14 points got 19 so you know yeah, what yeah. respect i respect him yeah it's rough got that wrong what you got I got Travis Etienne Jr. against Detroit, projected 15 even. Uh, he actually ended up getting 13.7. I'm, strike two. You know, they're going to have to start playing the wah, 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 <laughs> wah. It's going to get pretty awkward here pretty soon. Um, Next up, I got Tyreek Hill against Buffalo. He was projected 22.1. I know how amazing he is. That's just a high number. He ended up with 21.2. Very close, but... I wouldn't even call that a bust, bro. That's not what... A bust should be, like, a range. So, like, say you're at 22, it should be, like, if he doesn't get 18. Yeah, uh, that's just the name of our segment, but we'll, I think we'll it's more... next time. We'll it, I think it's time. more over-under. Yeah. That's our segment. That's what our segment is. Maybe we'll find is. a new name for it. No, no, no. I agree with you. I just think that moving forward, maybe we should start looking at it as a as a as a bracket of numbers no i don't like that i like barely winning uh, fine Excuse move on me. let's let's move on my last here comes boom. the pitch and it's a sinker dk metcalf <laughs> versus arizona projected 15.7 i said he was gonna boom Ah, <laughs> uh, he had two points oh did wow. he get hurt i don't know i hope to i mean i don't hope to god he got hurt but <laughs> for for my for my sanity's sake, we're gonna say he got hurt, got two points. Uh, I hope at least he faked an injury out there or something. It's, it just wasn't looking good. I'm 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 glad that I'm glad that you're having fun winning um, all these points. So, oh. right before the show, I went back and looked at all the boom busts recaps. Play the funeral that, music that we, again. That, we, that we've done. I have been correct out of eighteen picks 13 
out of 18. And I was like, oh, it's pretty good. I did a good job. It's like, let me count Cody's. I went back to the first week we did it. You went 0-3. I was like, oh, man, better luck next week, I guess. I looked at that one, 0-3 again. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> you had to have gotten one after that, right? The third week we did it, you went 0-3 again. You started off the show 0-9. Mm. The week after that, you finally got one, but you started 1-12. But up to date, you want to guess how much you have out of 18? No, we, we spoke about it. I know the number. You can say it. It'll make you smile. Not one, mm. but two <laughs> correct out of the 18. Oh, man. We're going to act like that number wasn't said because I want my fans to make me uh, feel like I know what I'm talking about. Maybe I'm saying it so much myself because obviously it's not true. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding. I know so much about sports. Okay, moving on. Our last segment. Of knowing the a lot about sports. <laughs> Speaking about knowing a lot about sports, we got the playoff bracket and what a playoff bracket it is. You got... This week coming up, and we're going to get more into these games. Yeah, this next is just week. a little. This is just for us to say it out loud so you guys have a picture. You know, you got Houston at Cleveland. You got Kansas City and my. No, forgive me. I don't know if these are at. Or... You have um, Hu- Cleveland at Houston? I guess it goes like or that. It, no, it might be Houston at Cleveland. I know, I know Kansas City plays at Kansas City, and it's Miami. Then you got Detroit playing the Rams, Dallas playing Green Bay. The Bucks playing Philly, and Buffalo playing the Steelers. You had the 49ers and the Ravens on a bye. They're just going to be relaxing. Chilling. Chilling. As some would say. Um, I'm really nervous about this Kansas City-Miami game. They say it's going to be negative three out there. It's going to be very cold. That's not good for those Floridians. No, they're not used to that. Mike McDaniels is going to have to be wearing a little longer pants and, and, uh, and shorts. No no sneakers for the sneakerhead this week. He's gonna, that's going to have to be boots come yep. this time around. A scarf. Now, I know we're not going to get super into this. Mm-hmm. That's for this weekend. Right. I just want to ask you one question before we get on the show. Talk to me. One team that you're super worried about, you don't think they make it past the first round. Realistically? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of revenge games here, right? Because there are. we got uh Tyreek Hill going back to Kansas City. It's a fun one. You got Mike McCarthy playing against his old team in that Dallas Green Bay game. Yep. You got Matt Stafford going back to Detroit. That's a big one. I am very excited for that. That game. one is gonna be really, really fun. Honestly, the most scared I am for a team going forward. This is this is. Oh, I want to say this before I say this. Is yeah, that I'm very upset that Houston plays Cleveland. Not because I think it's going to be a great game. You would like to see. Both I would teams love teams to see far. both teams go farther. I, I would agree. love to see Joe Flacco do his thing. I would love to see C.J. Stroud advance farther than he is, just to see how far he can go. But the team I'm worried about the most is Philly. It's Philly, bro, without a doubt. And that doesn't mean that I think that Tampa Bay would do well against San Francisco. Oh, I do. You think so? They're the budget 49ers. It doesn't, they're going to ball on a budget. You think that 49ers have a better chance against San Francisco than Philadelphia does? Let me paint you a picture. My, my eyes are closed. My eyes are closed. not a great artist. Uh-huh. We, got, we got Tampa Bay right. playing against Philly first round. Okay. Philly has not been playing well. 
Okay, my eyes are still closed. You're gonna have to be poop, more descriptive. Poo poo caca. Oh, that's right. Now I, I have a weird that. visual. Now Tampa Bay, they pick up the poop in a bag, throw it out. Right. We're talking about a budget team of who? Mm. Say it to me. The Buccaneers. A, a budget team of who? Oh, the 49ers. And who do they have waiting for them right after they beat Philly? The 49ers. It's a match made in heaven. Is it a match made in heaven or is it like, you know, it's like Adidas playing Puma in a game. Now it's happening. But that's what I'm saying, though. Like, they're going to show you why they're the budget ones if they play against them. Like, if the 49ers go against them, they're going to be like, oh, we're going to show you how it works for real. That's how I see it. All right, we'll see. That, that's the thing about a bye week. A bye week can either make or break a team. I, either the bye week is exactly what the team needed I think to, what it's gonna be to recuperate and attack going forward. Or a lot of times, people lose that engine that they have when they get a bye week. Sometimes, a team will sit out, and then they'll chill, they're relaxed, they spend time with their family, you know, they, they put their feet up, you know, maybe they got someone massaging them in the crib, and then... <laughs> like Woody. Oh. He probably right before he goes to bed on that comfortable mattress. That's why. The, that's why the Jets can't get the first and uh, and get a bye week because if gets, he was relaxing, <laughs> if they were relaxing, he's not relaxing. But what he's relaxed right before he goes to bed in that room. You know what? What makes more money than playoffs tickets? Jets, <laughs> Jets fans. Be for real, Jets Yo, fans that think they're going to the playoffs every all right, year. All right, I wanted to talk about this. I saw this and I was like. Drake is out of his mind. You saw the whole OVO NFL collab that came yes, out? Yes, Okay. I get an ad on my Instagram because my FBI agent was watching, right? Scrolling through. My algorithm is algorithming. And on the page shows a Letterman jacket for the New York Jets. Mm -hmm. OVO slash NFL. It was green and like an off-white. It was beautiful. Nice. In my head, I go, oh, man, I want that so bad. What happened? It was $897 (laughs) for a Letterman jacket. Now, that's upsetting. But it's going to be more upsetting when you see Woody (laughs) wearing that jacket. He's going to have three of them. (laughs) And he's going to show up for the first game. (laughs) Post-game interview. We did everything we could. He's got bedhead <laughs> from the pillow. He has, he has that on, but it's a onesie. <laughs> like a Jets OVO onesie. Oh, sorry. I just woke up from my nap. Great game, though. Good night. And then that'll be it. <laughs> Can't stand the guy. But to, to be for real, what I think would be amazing <laughs> is if Cleveland beat Houston and then... Joe Flacco would get to play the Ravens. I like that. I think that'd be beautiful. And honestly, it would be even better if Miami could win, beat Kansas City, and then Miami goes and plays Buffalo again. Because let's be for real. Everyone thinks Buffalo's going to beat Pittsburgh. Yeah. They got TJ Watt out for the year, and they're relying on a Mason, dude. <laughs> you can't rely on him. Can't rely on a Mason. So... Miami back up Buffalo or like playing each other wherever they would play. I think that'd be a beautiful picture. And I'm, I'm excited about it. And I'm excited to talk to you guys about it this week. Yeah. This this was a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm glad that this is still going on. This We're wrapping it up now. So it's, no, it's not going on for much longer. No, no, no. So as always, you know, I'm really glad that you guys listen. Stay tuned. And as always, I'll see you. I'll see you.